In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday after Ash Wednesday. Today being the 16th day of February 2024. Together, let us beg God the Father to fill our hearts with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Send us your Spirit, we pray thee, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say Amen. Dear friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is This is the kind of fasting that is pleasing to God. This is the kind of fasting that is pleasing to God. First reading today is taken from the book of Isaiah chapter 58 from verse 1 to verse 9. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 9 from verse 14 to verse 15. Many a times we carry out different religious activities. We undertake different kinds of modifications, asceticism, self-denial and self-discipline in the light of our religious beliefs and convictions and at the end of the day we feel little or no impact of these religious activities in our lives and in the lives of those around us often we feel the more we undertake these religious activities, the more we feel God drawn far away from us. We feel ourselves alienated from God. We feel God does not even take notice of us or of our religious activities. This appeared to be the case with the people of Israel, as highlighted by Isaiah the prophet in the first reading today. He says, Thus says the Lord God, Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet, declare to my people their transgressions, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that did righteousness, and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments, they delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted, and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast, God is telling them now reasons. Behold, in the day of your fast, 
you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to eat with wicked feast. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is our generation different from the audience addressed by Isaiah in his prophecy as contained in the first reading of today? I fear not. We fast, we pray, we go to prayer houses, we seek for miracles, even see miracles done, yet we feel so empty of God's presence. Because like the Israelites, our lifestyle is completely a contradiction of what we profess and demonstrate by our religious activities. While we fast, we are grossly involved in acts of wickedness, oppressing others. We pray against bribery and corruption, yet we ourselves champion bribery and corruption. We pray for justice in the land, yet we are agents of injustice unto others. We pray for holiness. Yet we decay in immorality, in impurity, and uncleanliness of all kinds. We are often a contradiction of what we pray for and what we tend to stand for by our religious activities. But the good news is that today God opens our eyes and brings to our knowledge the kind of fasting that he is pleased with, the kind of fasting that he will take notice of and reward. He says, Is such the fast that I choose? A day for a man to humble himself? Is it not to bow down his head like a rush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him. Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? And here comes what God judges as the proper fasting which he is pleased with. Is not this the fast that I choose? to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him? And not to hide yourself from your own flesh, then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness 
shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. This is what true fasting is. This is the fasting that God is pleased with. No wonder, dear brothers and sisters, that the Pharisees who were engrossed in this sort of fasting that never pleased God questioned why the disciples of Jesus were not fasting like they did. And Jesus made it clear to them because they were already carrying out the fasting that is pleasing to God, namely, being with Christ, the Savior, the Bridegroom Himself, doing His will, setting captives free, breaking the bonds of wickedness, clothing the naked, shattering the homeless, feeding the hungry, carrying out acts of charity. Jesus made it clear to them that they hadn't any need to fast any further for what they are already doing is a great form of fasting. They will only fast when the bridegroom is taken away from them. Dear brothers and sisters, let us therefore not be like the Pharisees, but imitate the disciples, the apostles of Jesus Christ. In the performance of fasting and other religious activities as spelled out by God through the prophet Isaiah in the first reading today, and as demonstrated by Jesus and his disciples, through the care we offer our fellow human beings, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.